Welcome to Interstitial, a crossover-driven actual play podcast playing a game called Interstitial Our Hearts Intertwined. My name is Riley Hopkins, my pronouns are he and they, and I'll be playing Raphael, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'm also joined by Wheels. I'm Wheels, I use they and them pronouns, and I'll be portraying Miles Edgeworth, prosecuting attorney. I'm also joined by Jay. My name is Jay, I use he and they pronouns, and I am playing Pidge, the green Voltron paladin from Voltron Legendary Defender. Are you still legally a paladin if you can't get in the line? Riley will get into it, we got several more episodes to answer these questions. (laughs) We're all sliding by on past. Items uh-huh, CV. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Speaking speaking of skating by on their past deeds, war criminal Char Asimov, played by Blake. Hi, my name is Blake. Uh, I use they them pronouns. I'm playing um, Char Asimov from Gundam, who hasn't done a big war crime at this point in the story. Well, who hasn't done a massive war crime at this point in the story. <laughs> it's a matter of degrees. Yeah. We capped out an 8 out of 10. We're talking about a future 10 out of 10. Has not got that super rare war crime, but has got a few rares and a few uncommons. And finally, it's Joe. Hi, everybody. My name is Joe. I'll be GMing this session as I have the past 11, which means I'm going to voice like, I don't know, eight people this time. <laughs> we'll see. We got a lot to do today. <laughs> I don't think we really need to recap too much last time because it was really just everyone was sad for two hours. We had some emotional catharsis. We had some emotional mm-hmm. problems. We are all kind uh-huh. of writhing in the what the what history calls the cool zone, where anything could happen. Mm. <laughs> I have mo- I have several more light links than I had before. That's good. It's a good sign. The important thing to remember uh, at the end of the episode, Tails said that he's got one more job for us, and it might be the one we can cash out with. The one we can cash out with. Also, Pidge found some. Uh, some files about oh no what's his name greg the guy from succession there's a greg. guy greg, greg. hirsch from succession our guy greg from succession is going to show up in in this this final gig gregory Hegery. and uh edgeworth is uh leaving the crime game behind after this next gig apparently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like how mm-hmm. you say apparently like it's not your decision <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of get mean, that though. I, I, it's, it's a, it's like I'm not, you know, I'm not method acting. I'm like, I'm, I'm just channeling him. You know? you. He'll just turn uh-huh. on mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll go. He'll go where he goes. Yeah. As, as Blake said, Tails has put together this last job. It's a casino. It's Casinopolis from Sonic Adventure One. Although it is not, it, it is not in whatever that city is called. It's in Station Square. Station Square. Thank you. It is not in Station Square. It is in the upper city of Valia, which is from Skies of Arcadia. Uh, and y'all are leaving them all temporarily to set up at a new base so you can do recon uh, at that location. But before uh, you leave, there is some unfinished business for Pidge. Pidge, I, I, you know, like things get busy, obviously, once the job gets decided on, but I think Pidge does find a little bit of time to steal away and kind of, despite everything, try their best to, to, to fix the Bayard. Like, like, I think we kind of said before, it's, it, it's sort of difficult to get in the guts of it. Like, it's not a thing with a plastic shell you can crack open. It's made of space wizard technology that's difficult to comprehend unless you spent, you know a long time training in it, but I think Pidge is just going to do their best at it. What do you want me to roll for that? I think I would say do a 2d6 plus your heart stat. Yeah, I I think, you know what I I think it is? I think, like, maybe it's even, even, like, Q is there, and it's sort of, like, in the days when they're still, like, like, or in the hours, whatever, when they're, like, sort of 
trying to figure out uh, Penny Pincher's deal, which I know we'll, we'll get into. I feel like it's just sort of like a little side project that Pidge is trying to crack is yeah. like getting it open to even see what's broken internally or, and, and seeing if there's any way to actually do something with that. That's an eight. Okay, eight is a, a mixed success. Okay. So, and I know we talked a bit about this between episodes. You you rolled a mixed success. I think what you get is the Bayard is, it's, it's not perfectly fixed. Mm-hmm. Pidge can tell holding it in their hands, looking at it. They've made it functional again, but they know it's on its last legs. I think they, like, they could keep trying to fix it up forever, I suppose. Somewhere in Pidge, they know that, like, it'll break again, but it'll work for now. I, I picture this all happening in the Apple store, of course, which has just, like, a big open door facing the, the Best Buy, and I think Pidge picks it up and says to Q, hey, uh, stand clear for a second. Oh, oh, and yes. Points it kind of up at the, po- points it up at the Best Buy sign and fires right at, like, I don't know, the B in Best Buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know exactly what. Well, now it's a but, B for uh, Bayard. They, yeah, Bayard by. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you, there would have been so many Bayards in that place if we hadn't destroyed it on landing. <laughs> it's just, just aisles and aisles of them, in fact. Um, yeah, it's, it, I think, like, the, the shot, go, like, you know, the, the hook shot of it shoots and then retracts, but it's sort of, like, it, it, it's, like, like you, Pitch can feel that it's, like, looser than before, that it's not, like, mm-hmm. shooting with the same sort of tension it normally would, and just sort of goes, well, I guess that's as good as we can hope for, huh? I think that's that. Pid, maybe you, you go back into Best Buy to finish packing up your stuff with Q to head out to the, the new location, and the camera just sort of goes down the hall to where the lion is. Maybe you see Claire, uh, like, out of the corner of it walking with carrying some stuff, but at the lion, uh, we see Raph. Yeah, yeah, I like, Raph is, like, watching Pidge, like, struggle to get this Bayard working, right, from a distance, like, not, like, crowding or anything, just, like, watching them work on this thing that's so important to them and like turning to like because like what what am i gonna do you 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 really you really want a blunt object to do precision work and so the thing is watching that then like turning and like looking at this big green lion covered in shield or whatever like raf has a big sabaro's pie (laughs) like picks up picks up the box like has a slice in their hand as they're eating it like walks closer to the shield like uh, at the at the foot of this this big lion and like uh is just like holding it there and like looking up at it and squinting. You don't know how good you got it. You don't know how good you had it. You big fucking thing. My friend, they're a real good person. They do a lot of good stuff. They do a lot of good work. As far as I understand, chomp. They do a lot of good work with you. And you just you're closing yourself off from them. You're not letting them in. That's your loss. You know that? You know they're going to leave and they're not going to come back? You got a limited amount of time here to make impact on people and you're choosing not to. That's your fucking fault. Chomp. Throw crust at at boar at like the wall. It bounces off the shield. Yeah. Pidge won't say it, but I will fuck you from the bottom of my heart. You're causing them nothing but pain. They deserve better than you. I don't want this pizza. Drop the pizza and walk away. <laughs> Pidge, like, is walking up the hallway just in time to hear Raph say, I don't want this pizza, and leave it by the lion, and just shouts, I don't know what you put on that, but she's a vegetarian. It's jelly bean, it's fine. That, you know, that's the normal amount of concerning. I'll take it. Does, does Raph stop, or does Raph keep walking away? 
Raph's like a little grumpy now and is just like, uh, might just walk by and do one of those things where like somebody passing you says something that is filled with meaning for them that isn't for Pidge, where it's just like, uh, you're the best in the world, buddy. <laughs> like pointing at Pidge. Oh. <laughs> keeps walking. Hey, wait, one, Raph. Yeah. One, one sec. When, when we do this job, if, if, if we can, assuming John Wick doesn't come back and I don't know, burn the whole place down. Are you planning to come back here before doing whatever's next for you? Or do you think you're just out? Let me be real with you, buddy. I want to be here. I want to make this someplace. New York, yeah, it's got nothing left for me. I, my brothers are there. I love them. I don't need to be where my brothers are. They, they're there doing their New York thing. They've got Karai. They've got April. They've got everyone else extra. They don't need me hanging around. I can do something here, and I like being here, so I'm coming back here. I don't know if anyone else is, but Mm. I certainly would like to not be alone. (coughs) That was a frog in my throat. (laughs) It's a reptile thing. (coughs) I know what a frog in your throat is, dumbass. I'm not a reptile, am I? No. You are. (laughs) I I, I don't. You, you tell you tell me. I know. I know you. You, you had mutation in a sewer. In New York sounds terrible. I more of an LA person myself. That's a joke. I hate LA. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm still thinking about that too. I. I don't. On one hand, I. I. That sounds really nice. But on the other, it. 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 it I. I don't want to stay here because I feel like I have to because of. Well, you know. And I think. I think Pidge just walks towards. Walks towards the lion. You already got one green weight. You don't need another. I am your brother, and I will go wherever you go. I need some fucking water. What do they put in that pizza? Go <laughs> <laughs> get some water, you dang nerd, and walks, uh, and, and kind of leaves Raph to it. Walks up to the green lion and uh, stares at it in the, in the, 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 the dormant eyes. Says, hey, I don't know if you hear any of that, but I might be coming back. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going away in, I don't know, a, a day or two. I don't know when we're actually leaving, but I might come back or uh, I might not. So I don't know when 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 we were done saving the world, you left and then you found me when you needed me. So find me if you need me and I'll find you if I need you. And Pidge walks away. Pidge goes back to, to finish packing up their stuff. There's sort of a soft fade from the bright neons of the mall to a very dark green palette as we show you all entering the lower city of Valia. Tails has already, I think, explained off-screen that you you can't just go to Upper City. Mm-hmm. It's 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 where rich people are, and even if you, you could pass for supposed to be there, you couldn't afford to stay in a hotel there, but they have uh, another plan involved. But as you're passing through Lower City, it is, you instantly sort of see this dark lit right down the middle in this. Even though it's called Upper and Lower, it's side by side. It's not above the other one. It's just just about class. You can't escape the bright lights of Upper City. Like, you can see them in the distance, but they are really just casting shadows on the poorer part of the town that you are walking through now. Uh, you're, you're passing through, like, uh, just a lot of, like, run-down buildings. Everything's damaged. Nothing is clean. I don't know. There's, like, a skinny kid that runs by. There's a small green Muppet with a crutch that goes by. Someone in a prim and still suit jumps from one <laughs> building to the other as you make your way through the town to the sewers. Raph is so excited, so excited to bring people to the sewers. 
I'm sure Tails was thinking of of you, Raph, when they <laughs> uh, decided to set up in the the sewers because uh, there there are some older sort of sewer systems in Valia that you can get to Upper City from Lower City. So that is where you are going to camp out. Edrith has like a plastic laminate suit around his clothes because he doesn't want to get them sewered. Like a couch at a grandparent's house. <laughs> exactly that. That's what I was imagining. I think you all sort of unpack the things you need in your own way. Raph has brought in as much stuff from the mall that they could fit, but like only like stuff from the arcade to make this... If this is like a, a version of the New York home that they that they wanted, where there's like, oh, there's a mannequin over here that we can punch. There's like, oh, I brought in a little TV with a bunch of v, like v, VHSs. Oh, look over here. I brought the pinball machine from the mall. Like, <laughs> obviously, this is a place we're training, but like we're preparing something. But Raph was like, it can be homey. It can be, you know, we're going to spend time here. We're going to hang out. It's, you know, might as well. You know, really learn to love the place. Am I right? And I, I do think everyone sort of quietly is like, how does that uh, pinball machine seems heavy? I don't know. It's bigger than like. I put Caracalla turned into a uh, forklift. Is that what it was, buddy? Ah, careful. This little <laughs> motherfucker can do so much. Give me, give me five. Love this guy. We'll, we'll fade from that to the seven of you. Is that is my math right? Lucky seven. The, the seven of you hunched on the corner of a rooftop, looking down at this sort of square of upper city. And yeah, the, the, the contrast is alarming. Everything is, is so blindingly bright, reflecting off of like, the, everything <coughs> sort of has a gold finish as well. You're looking down at this, this plaza. There's a fountain in the middle of it in front of the casino that you will be doing your, your recon and eventual heisting at. And sort of past it is this train station. I think the train goes by this large... Uh, red collection of of rail cars. Tails just uh, sort of explains what they they know so far from their research. So what we know is currently the head of security is this guy named Gaussian, which for the viewers is someone who works in the military in Skies of Arcadia. And I was looking over the notes that Pidge got. Pidge has a note or, or a file from John Wick on this Greg Hirsch guy. He's currently the manager of this location, so we might be able to use that to our advantage as well. And I think the, the camera maybe pans down from you on your rooftop down into the front doors of the casino. And this place is packed with people. There's a, a group of guys together getting drinks. It's Thaddeus Valentine from Mortal Engines. He's standing with Bill Smoke from Cloud Atlas and the Red Skull from the NCU. <laughs> Hugo Weaving version or? Yes, these are all three played by Hugo Weaving. Fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Someone mentions municipal Darwinism and you hear Hugo Weaving laughing in triplicate. <laughs> but then then Bill Smoke and Red Skull start arguing over which one's Hydra is better, so Red Skull goes and gets a drink with Tony Stark. The camera pans over to another table. You'd think that would be the only... I'd only put four Hugo Weavings in this season, but actually the dog from Babe is over playing poker with the cast of Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> this truly is a den of evil. <laughs> Who's dealing? Who's dealing? Clifford. Clifford? Sure. <laughs> I think the camera keeps circling the room. I think there's a uh, a table with a bunch of like tablets around it. They're all the different tablets from 
from CLA from uh, Evangelion, and they're <laughs> they're they're playing Baccarat, but the Baccarat palette is also a tablet of of CLA. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, there's, you see some machines in the back. Someone in a suit is playing slots, and he keeps going hello and just winning a ton <laughs> every time. Uh, Solid Snake is playing pachinko. Eventually, you get to a blackjack table where uh, Rules Card from Deltarune is <laughs> Thank playing. Thank you. Play, yes! He's playing with Mina Momoto from uh, The World Ends With You. Yeah. Who's, oh he, my God. He's card counting, but also dealing is Luke's. <laughs> the audience just hears, like, it's time to roll the dice. And Mina Momoto responds, You factoring Hecto Pascal, you can't change the rules like that. <laughs> rules card's just, God damn it! <laughs> The, the camera goes past Galcian, who is watching the floor with Greg Hirsch, with who has a dramatic hunch next to him. Ga Gaussian's mad because he thinks his Hydra's better than the other two that were mentioned. And I think the camera sort of finally lands on the band playing, which is called Abra. It's just four of the Pokemon Abra covering Abba songs. <laughs> but, they, but they just disappear halfway through. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're teleporting around the venue constantly. Yeah, it's honestly a nuisance. <laughs> Somebody in a slot machine getting jumps scared by like mamma mia <laughs> oh, here we go again am i right here we go again i think we'll go from that maybe we spin around back to the door again the front entrance door as uh edgeworth do you want to walk in and start your recon there yeah, I, that sounds good to me. I was thinking I would ingratiate myself to Greg if I'm going to pretend to be a high roller later, if that's my way in as the man on the inside. Yeah, I think I, that makes sense to we, ingratiate we, we, myself to the manager. We cut back to you pitching that to the group in the sewer and Tail says, oh, a classic Lyman Zerg. I love it. What? <laughs> Wait, what is that? That's a reference to Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> to help with that, because you need to win cards to be a good high roller, right? No, you just need a lot of... What makes you a high roller is money housing, Spending right? Money. Okay. Yeah. We've stolen a lot of stuff, especially in that last heist. I figure we've got some coin to mm -hmm. flash. Yeah, yeah. You, you. I think you've got plenty of money from the art that you got and fenced and... Uh, Describe your look right now. What's Edgeworth uh, strolling in here looking like? Will do. So there is a flashback case mm. in Ace Attorney Investigations. Yeah, because you play as Edgeworth, uh, where he's a bit younger and he has a kind of a flashier, more ornate outfit. Oh, the full Von Karma. Yeah. yeah so he's he, yeah for the for anyone who knows the characters, he's dressed a little bit more like his his old mentor, Manfred von Karma. It's his normal red. He's got his cravat, but what are the, his lapels are like ornately colored, like blue and gold. And there seems to be like some sort of button thing going on. It's, it's a lot. Makes him look like an eccentric, famous person, I think. Edgeworth strolls in, sits down at this blackjack table. Luke says, let me deal you in, friend. Yeah, I think what I'm trying to do is... I want to like say very little because I want to like is Gregory at is Greg at this table as well? Uh no, but I think you can get his attention. Yeah, I think I want to just play a few hands like not trying to impress but also not trying to lose money. Um but okay. then eventually what I want to do is make it seem like someone else was cheating so that I have an excuse to get the manager's attention on my game 
without me seemingly being the one to make it happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. So who who do you want to accuse of cheating? Rules card or Minamoto? <laughs> it's got to be the weird cartoon. It's got to be rules card. <laughs> <laughs> so if one of them is going to cheat, it's well, I mean, it's probably going to be Minamoto, actually. Yeah. But if you're going to suspect one of them, <laughs> I've just like slipped a, an mm. extra card like his hand when he sets it down or something Close so that magic. It, it's got he's got like two of the same ace or something next to luke's <laughs> mm, <yes. laughs> from it, like it's even a different font on the reverse like, it's the same color on the back but it's like clearly from a different deck you successfully flip a card into your opponent's hand and i think gaussian sort of like catches that he has a card he shouldn't have like leans over to tell Greg, and I think Greg's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can take care of this." And he goes over there, um, to your when table. When he's there, I, I say something like, huh, "This is this is incredible. I wouldn't have thought anyone still had the gusto to try to cheat at cards at a casino. You realize there are cameras everywhere." I think Rules Card just looks down and again says, "God." Damn it! <laughs> I, I think he gets dragged away by uh, staff. Greg comes over to him like, "Oh, I, I'm, I'm so sorry that this happened at your table. Is there, um, hi, my, my name is Greg. I, I'm the manager here at the, the Casinopolis. Um, is, is there anything I can, I can do to maybe, uh, make, make up for this sort of grave?" Misfortune that you've uncovered here today? The entertainment was enough. Uh, Greg, was it? Uh, it's my father's name, actually. So I, I'm charmed to meet you. Uh, oh. Isles Medgeworth. I'm not very fatherly. fatherly uh, you said Isles? <laughs> That's correct. It's uh, foreign. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it, it sounds it. Yeah. It's really, um, yeah, it's exotic. Can I offer even. you a drink? Thank you for taking care of the situation so quickly. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> a strong, a strong one, strong drink. Uh, yeah. So I think Edgeworth like orders him some. I'm, I'm not cool enough to know what a cool. I think he just orders him whiskey, right? Like, like what Edgeworth is trying to do is like totally like because the I've never seen Succession, but the way that you're playing him, Edgeworth has and I have immediately clocked him as like a total poser. Yeah, yeah. No, you got it. You got it. So Edgeworth wants to do like. Do kind of the salesman thing of like make you feel like he's welcoming you, even though this guy is managing like a really cool casino. Edward still feels like he can usher this 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 poor poser into like actual gentlemanly society with like strong drinks and hmm, okay. uh, witty conversation. So that's kind of how Edward is going to try to win him over. Oh, yeah. you, you give him some Everclear shit, right? You. <laughs> Yeah, there you go, Devil Springs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we if we want to cut over to the bar, I think you you order this extremely strong drink for Greg, and he takes a sip of it and goes, ah, oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, and the good one goes down smooth, doesn't it? So oh, sucky, even. <laughs> Are you ready for your second? Uh, oh, no, I Bartender. you know. <laughs> Now he just has two giant filled cups. <laughs> uh, I just, I just imagine it's two of the giant plastic hurricane cups you'd get in New Orleans. Oh yeah, <laughs> just double yeah. fisting like. Tails has a laptop open. We're all sitting around the laptop watching this in the security feed, and we hear Isles Medgeworth, and Raph's just like, "That's why he's the best in the game. <laughs> it works every time. It's amazing. At first, I doubted it, but it's really impressive. He just does it every time. It's the confidence. Yeah, yeah, no. You can say the dumbest shit, but Claire's like, "Yeah, it worked on me." <laughs>
didn't know law school teaches you this. So, Greg, I, I'm fascinated by your position in this place. Uh, the casino is uh, me, a me place too. people yeah. like me to go to relax, but uh, how? I can't imagine having to work in such an environment. Where? How do you get? How do you get away? Stretch your legs and uh, with all of this hustle and bustle. Oh, uh, oh, oh! You know, it's not um too bad. I, I, I work like nights and weekends, so really, it's I. The days I just relax. Oh, that sounds wonderful! Wonderful. It's been a pleasure. Um, <laughs> I would certainly like to spend some time again, chap, and. Uh, if there's any, if you're getting any sort of shindigs together in the next uh, few days, uh, let me know. I, I, I'm not from the area, but uh, I am in. He- I'm here here all week, <laughs> much <laughs> as I imagine your com- hired comedians are. So if you have oh, any yeah. uh, any events where you'd like uh, some more drink recommendations, uh, you, you know who to call. Oh yeah, any, absolutely. Uh, slips yeah. In his number. Great drinks, thank you. Do you have Isles Medgeworth business cards? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. There you but go. they're like all they're like all black with charcoal black with midnight black text. <laughs> it's it's the text is glossy, so you can only exactly see it when right. you like move it around light. Yeah. It's the exact type of business card that someone who doesn't know that much about business cards would think is so cool. Greg says, um, "Oh, this is this is impressive." Yeah. So yeah, is he, what, you see him like squinting and like holding it at an angle to try and read it. <laughs> Given that he, he is in some sort of leadership position with this with these, I imagine he often complaining about his employees when he's drunk. Yeah. Mm. Fast forward to maybe like a different night that you've come to get drinks with Greg and he's just sort of complaining about uh different people Gaussian's such a hard ass man i'm i'm really doing my best i've I've only been here two days and i've already seen it thank thank you i right thank you i think everyone here respects you greg i don't think they even care about that Gaussian. man ah that that makes one of us man wow thank you that means a lot (laughs) i don't hear that a lot man well you're even, about uh, to. I think you're really turning this place around. Oh my god. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, and uh it's like Gaussian takes it out on me, but like his own staffs also dropping the ball. Like those th- th- those two bulk and skull, they're always losing their card keys, man. Edward <laughs> 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 just like writes something in a notepad. <laughs> like obvious is like obviously taking notes on what he's saying, but yeah. like it doesn't fucking matter. Because I have the guy hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Ugh, this sounds like a lot. Well, you and I need to, even when I'm gone, you and I need to keep talking through things. I think, you know, I think if you just get your head on your shoulders right, I, I, I think you can, you can really show everyone that this is your casino, that you run the show. Man, I'd love to, to move up out of this place. Yeah. Who's above you these, what, what, who do you, who, what, uh. Oh, uh, well, honestly, not really anybody. You see, um, my uncle's like the, king of this place now so i just um i don't really know uh, it's kind of up to him if he wants to you know give me a better position uh but i i'm just really doing my best running this place for him making him money you know he likes money edgeworth he looks at him in the eyes and he bows and he says i had no idea i was in the presence of prince hirsch <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm oh. i'm in the presence of royalty today he's blushing 
You got Greg Hirsch to blush. <laughs> Bartender, another round. We're here, we are in the presence of royalty. <laughs> Not technically, really. Uh, and I, th- I think he's just bring handed more drinks, and I think we can fade out on so, that. So yeah, you scene. get a good idea. You get a good idea of the type yeah. of information I'm pulling out of him. Yeah. So I think uh, Edgeworth, as you you sort of are coming back from the casino one night of your your recon work. You come in and Tails is like pinning some stuff up from their own research on a cork board, different ships they're looking at that are currently parked here that they could escape on. You see snapshots and notes on like the swordfish from Cowboy Bebop. The Millennium Falcon's up there. There's the uh, a Herthian ship from Outer Wilds with a note that says too small, don't ask. <laughs> 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 There's like st- some more with more notes on top of them that you can't make out before Tail strikes up a conversation. How how long do you think Edgeworth's been doing the whole crime thing? I don't think it's been super long. I mean, Edgeworth probably wasn't in, like involved with the team from the start. Yeah, you said that you didn't go on every job. Right, right. So it's like, you know, he owned your home base. He was, you know, he was your landlord, essentially. And then maybe got pulled in after a few jobs. So, yeah, so pro- maybe like a year. Okay. Or probably even less than that. But but near and on a year, probably, at this point. I, th- I think you come back inside and uh, Tails turns around from the corkboard and looks at you and just, like, looking up at all these ships that l- go to space, they're just like, huh, this isn't towny hopscotch anymore, Edgeworth. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a metaphor. <laughs> I think Tails is like, have you ever, have you ever been off world yourself? Mm, can't say that I have. I, you know, pr- prior to the, the universal collide, <laughs> <laughs> prior to the universal collide, my, my world was, uh, not, not, a, not of the spacefaring variety. So, uh, that, that whole thing is, is new to me. I've got, mm. I suppose, a lot to see. Yeah. I, is that what you think you'll do is just kind of see some sights after all this? No. I think, I think you and the team have 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 shown me more in 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 just a few months than than uh, the, the, the Moon Titan could ever show me, and so after this, I th- I, I I do think I need to return to uh, uh, to the people that are waiting for me. I think I think I'm ready to go back to that life. Oh, that's good. I mean, I guess it's good to to go home. I guess this is your time away rather than needing some time away. What are your horizons, Tails? You know, I've been thinking about it. I like doing all this stuff with everybody, making these plans, doing research, helping out, but I really feel like I've been spending so much of my life defining my worth on how much I can provide for somebody else. I feel I, I've learned so many things following other people around, and I just feel like I've become a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none, you know? Hmm. I've been in that situation myself. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. I'm perfect at everything that I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Tails, I, I, I truly believe you sell yourself short. I, I know, I know that I've cut your pay more times than you could count on both hands. And, yeah. and I know that I did schedule well, this meeting. Well, to be fair, I at, don't have a ton of fingers. And I know that I did schedule this meeting at 4.30 p.m. on a Friday that just said, <laughs> the, the invite just said we need to talk. But I actually, I, I must commend you, Miles. I think you've grown into a logistical powerhouse and, and, and truly a, 
um, a powerful link in the chain of of this team. Um, you know, I, I, after almost dying in the last job and only being saved by my fellow agents in the field and 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 your your guidance of them through the that maze of a building, it really made me see that um, it was a maze. Who built that place? Utterly bizarre. Once again, I'm sorry. Uh, what I mean to say, Tails, is I think even though you, you find your, you think you're a master of none, you are a, a master at a strange set of skills that perfectly fits this team. And I think going forward, I, I, I know the team respects you, and, and, and I think that trust is going to uh, lead to some great things. I'm really excited to see what you all do after I leave. Thanks, Miles. That, that means a lot to hear. I followed a lot of people around who haven't, I guess, been so considerate. So thanks. Of course. Now, if you are going to take over logistical matters after I leave, uh, we are going to have to talk about budgets and... and, and <laughs> yeah, we have to fade out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here's where I am as far as initial recon things. My first thought was like, well, I want to confirm that we can get inside. But Edgeworth's our man on the inside. We got that kind of already. In that case, then Raf's job here is to shut down detection. Make sure that we are as undetectable as possible here. Because if we can get in and we can get to the safe, like, boom, these are the important things right now. The, the thing that all thievery relies on is not getting caught. So I want to I get to a computer hub. I want to get to a, you know, the Hitman cameras room. You know what I mean? And I think that that starts uh, with, uh, with information that we've gleaned from Edgeworth, knowing about, like, where Edgeworth has mm-hmm. talked to Greg to find to like learn more about people there maybe gets me some names of some of the folks who are yeah. working cameras I, th- I think i think we cut back to the bar for sort of like one of the mini scenes uh of information and greg's just like and uh, the guy that watches the cameras i'm supposed to check on him like once an hour and every time i do he just says i have no honor i don't even know what that means i'm like related to the king is that not honor what's uh, isles what what would you say honor is personally Hmm. It's a difficult question, uh, but it's one that you have to look inside to answer. <laughs> I, I don't like what I see inside, man! I'm sick of looking in there! <laughs> We've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> we, we see Raph walking up, walking up in the trench coat with Caracalla is a little fake vape <laughs> that, they're, that they're using. Yeah. And they, they're approaching the front door. There are people moving left and right. They look... <laughs> <laughs> they look up at the Casinopolis sign. People walk in the foreground, and then when they when the people pass by, there's just the trench coat on the ground, and a grate yeah. is open <laughs> above the door. <laughs> and boom, Raph is in the air ducts trying to maneuver their way around in that upper level of Casinopolis. You know how there's like the uh, there's the casino floor, and then there's that upper ring that's like where all the, like the animatronics and shit that are waving down are. Raph's like sneaking through there to try to like looks down can can spot Isles and uh, <laughs> fuck. Now I'm doing it. Spot Miles <laughs> and Greg has the watch. Times out when they're gonna go. Then the next hour follows and follows the path to go. Like okay, we gotta go f- check on on Wharf tries to like maneuver through the air vents to that room we kind of view that room from the air vent quietly evil eyes on raf in those air ducts with a bunch of notebooks writing shit down (laughs) a little camcorder to like record so they can follow up on notes later here's what i think i think then i want riley i want you to roll a 2d6 to sort of uh, we'll we'll gauge how difficult it is from that Mm -hmm. sounds good nine that ain't fucking bad nice nine yeah that's pretty good 
I, I think what you learn is that there's a set time that they reset the password and like write it down. And you can mostly make it out from your location in the air ducts. I, th- I think what you get from your, your mixed success is that it is easy for you to get the password, but there isn't a set pattern to when they step out of the room. Yeah. So I will just have to beat the shit out of Worf. That's fine. Raph, you're like making your way towards the exit. And I, I think you, you see Bulk and Skull sort of like trying to get into a door, but they both uh, lost their key card. It's like, yeah, man, I don't have my key card. And I was like, you lost it again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you guys looking for a key card? Yeah. D- d- did you find my key card? Uh, I th- yeah, I think you dropped it right back here a little bit. Uh, it's around the corner. Like, you hear the sound effect of two coconuts hitting each other. <laughs> like, they both dum-dum. <laughs> like, an arm is dragged off. Take their walkie, put a little note that said, Oh my god, I saw you two fall when you got over here. I put this note on you to let you know you should go see a doctor. Under, you're doing a great job. Here is a coupon for for the, the casino floor. And then on the back of it, it says free 50 tokens on crayon. <laughs> Just taped onto both of their foreheads. With purchase of a large drink. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's going to cost you 30 bucks. Maybe Q, I think, dips into the walkie, sort of trying to like mm-hmm. make a channel of it that you can use on your earpieces. As you're leaving... The casino, you, you're like right out the front doors. Mm-hmm. You, someone catches your eye, like standing off, I guess near the fountain, we'll say. You catch their eye as well. It's not someone you've seen before, not someone I've mentioned before. They take a couple steps over to you before you walk off and they say, Hey, you from around here? You don't look like you're from around here. Uh, you know, traveling, visiting, walking around. I'm from a lot of places. Are you from around oh, here? No, no, I'm not. I, I'm also, well, I would say I'm from a lot of places. And I think you you sort of can make them out now as they get closer to you. They have like some 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 dark brown hair, a, a sort of blue tunic. They have some like brown boots uh, close to their knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Vice from Skies of Arcadia. There we go. Yeah, there's like a he has like he has like one eye patch, like but it's see through, so you can see his eyes. And he's like, no, I definitely not from here. I was just wondering, a friend of mine, her name's Fina. I haven't. I, I know that she was running around Upper City, but I haven't seen her in a while. Have you seen a, a young woman, silver dress, wears a lot of gold bracelets? You, you seen anyone that matches that description? Uh, you know, I haven't. I keep an eye out, I guess. Um, yeah, I, you know, I've been trying to get into this casino, but they won't let me in. It's just, uh, oh, I'm not yeah. dressed nice enough, I know. And the person you're talking about, sounds like they're dressed pretty nice, might be in there. I don't think she'd want to be in there at all. Upper City, you know, it's a couple of years ago. Value was uh, there was a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I may or may not have been central to it, but Value was completely destroyed, and they just a new royal family came right in and just set all of it back up. Mm-hmm. And it's all the same. You'd think someone would come in and fix the disparities, but no, it's still split down the middle like this. I had a uh, an old friend who used to uh, you know complain that things seemed to reset themselves. You know, they the problems would either come back or they'd new things would come up and fill the same places. And uh, you know, it's rough. I don't know if you killed the last guy, but killing the guy helped me. So I don't think I don't know if that's a helpful hint. 
But if uh, you could do murder, if that is something that is in your wheelhouse, <laughs> I think that would probably help you. I don't have like the capacity to get involved with a regicide at the moment, but uh, that's rough, buddy. Vice is not. I think. I think they all. I think they think you're joking a little bit, and they like they they laugh and they're like, <laughs> just because I'm a pirate doesn't mean I'm into all that stuff. Eh, not really in the Blue Rogues tool set, I'd say. But you know, we do what we can. I, they gesture sort of up to the, the the large castle there, and it's like it might might have come right back, but can't stop fighting, right? They tap you on the shoulder. <laughs> you let me tell you, you folks that wear blue. You're very similar to each other. That's why I hang out with greens and reds now. I just can't handle this blue shit anymore. I appreciate your vibes. I appreciate your energies. Deposit. Mm, mm, Rav holds their head for a second. Mm. But anyway, uh, what what did you say your name was? Oh, my name is Vice. Sorry. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a captain of a ship. Uh, we're, we're in town for a little bit, but just sort of. Captain of a ship. Are you, um, I'll keep an eye out. What was, you said gray dress. Gray dress, gold bracelets. Uh, sil- silver more. Yeah. Silver Her dress. name's Fina, if you mean anyone. I'm colorblind. Turtles can't see color. I apologize. Okay. I don't know. If, is that uh, any color? Can, do you have a card I can call you with, or can I give you my card? I don't have cards, mate. I'll take one of yours, though. Yeah, if I, I'd love to get in contact with you in case we need to leave quickly, but obviously we'll help find you, your buddy first here. Uh, the name's Isles Medgeworth, and I give one of Miles' Isles, Isles cards. <laughs> 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 it's like crumpled like it's clearly got thrown away and wrapped in the trash. vice laughs again and is like well it's nice to meet you Isles." and i, I think they they sort of turn to go and uh and, but they stop and they're like yeah you know, my friend gilder always said there's eventually a line where you gotta act a little bit harder but i don't know just hard for some of us to find and then they walk away Raph like looks and nods. It's like I'm gonna hit Leo next time I see him. <laughs> Just like hugs off screen. Do you want to roll a link for Vice? Yeah, I do. I think that's a. I think that is a light link. Okay. <laughs> I, I think. I think like while that may not seem like one, I think it is like a. Oh, you remind me of my brother, you little shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you little fucker. Uh, I am going to uh, burn Mister X. You rolled a five. You're trying. You're re- well. You got two twos. Plus, well, Ooh, nope. Oh, you, you replaced one of your twos with a one. Um, I know what link it. I'd give you if you don't want to. Yeah. I yeah. Tell me. I I think instead of being like this reminds you of your brother, I think it it well maybe maybe a little bit similar. I think I think you get another mastery link, and you're just like it, it reminds you and your brother in a way where you're like I can clean this guy up. I can make, I can <laughs> I, I can teach him I can, <laughs> I, I can teach him that you can that that line is worth way past it. I've been talking with this guy named Char who says that murder is okay. And I really think that you could you could learn a lot from him. Char, so, like, silently panicking, realizing, ah, shit, I've taught the wrong lesson again. <laughs> <laughs> How does this keep happening? I forgot to roll for my Greg link, so I'm going to do that right now okay. for my dark link with Greg. Ooh, I failed my attempt at uh, Greg dark You roll. failed to hate Greg. Yeah. He's just you too fucking endearing. He's just too pitiful. He's too Oops, nice. All light links. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to give you for that failure wheels, you tried to go roll a dark link to take advantage of him. I think you act, you get a mastery link because you're like, I could fix him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like actually do want to help him with his self-esteem. Yeah. It reminds you just yeah. a little too much of Gumshoe. You're like, ah, God. Yeah. 
I think with that, Raph, you go back to your, your sewer base, and now I want to switch over to what Pidge's recon looks like. Sure. I think maybe Edgeworth hears from Greg that that a shipment of more goods to go into the vault is coming within a, a day or two that uh, that Galcian will be overseeing. Maybe just while he's talking shit about Galcian, whatever it is. Oh, it's like a cash delivery. It's 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 just like delivering cash. Maybe part of what you learn is that there's a set time that they deposit cash, mm-hmm. and it can be. I don't know. Roll, actually, no, no. Roll D twenty four. Okay, perfect. Four a.m. Four a.m. Is the casino open twenty four seven? I would yeah. imagine. Oh, yeah. So all right. So I think I think uh, whatever night that is that's happening, Pidge enters the casino. I, I think they're wearing like a dark green suit and a little bow tie with some flowers on it. P- Pidge comes in, uh, sits down at the bar at whatever whatever angle has has the uh, the best view goes. Hi, uh, can I get a Shirley Temple? I don't know if that has alcohol in it. If it does, leave that out. Gets that, <laughs> takes a little sippy while they're doing that. S- Sam Malone makes you your virgin Shirley Temple. <laughs> And he's like, I'm going to the good place. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but thank you. <laughs> I need to roll for I have a plan. You rolled a six. Well, you rolled a five and a two minus one. I'd say that you have pretty good chances to bump it up to at least a seven, right? Roll that. Roll the okay. dice. What, uh, what link are you burning? That's what I'm trying to decide. I guess I'm going to. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'll spend tails on this. All right. That's that's fine. I, I haven't really used tails. They, they're uh, crying and they don't know why. Hashtag fuck tales. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So that is a seven, which gives me two hold, which is all I need to, to do this. So I take two hold, uh, one of which doesn't matter for right now. But w- one of the options for that is pre- you've prepared an item that you needed. And that's the, the key here. That's why I want to do that before going any further. Uh, Pidge unfurls their sleeve. And the thing that crawls out is, of course, my guy. Ralph from the incredible film Spy Kids 2. I think I think Pidge just built Ralph at some point, maybe to I, I maybe to 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 spy on Edgeworth because they didn't t- entirely understand what his deal is when they first got there. I don't know. <laughs> Edgeworth for sure thinks there's some sort of ghost after him. He does not know what that thing is. I assume it's a robot. Yeah, it's a little spy robot that in Spy Kids 2 just kind of goes stealth mode to uh, get, I think, just like audio visual recon information. Yeah. Basically, Edgeworth definitely never caught on that you were spying on him, but definitely thought he was being haunted. I, I want to I think my my stipulation. <laughs> As GM is that Pidge, you must wear the Spy Kids glasses to use this thing. Excellent. I I think I think Pidge has been looking for a reason. <laughs> I mean, they're green. Uh, I I yeah. I I, th- I, th- I think Pidge looks back at the uh, back at the bartender, d- drinks the whole Shirley Temple, and just flips on the Spy Kids glasses. Barkeep, can I get another one of those? Little bit of alcohol in this one, if you could. <laughs> They slide you another one and say, these are $40 a piece. Excellent. <laughs> you are dirty, Shirley. <laughs> I, I, I think there is a hallway out of the casino that the money transfer, you know, the, the, the money and people with it have to go through. That does kind of lead them through some of the yeah. casino. And so I think Ralph, like, ma- maybe they're bringing the money, gold, whatever it is, like on a wheelie cart. And Ralph hops on the, the bottom of the wheelie cart and catches a little ride. So Piz just sips the drink while watching. Riley, you shared the name of a company that does like cash handling, transporting cash. Uh-huh. It's called uh, Thillins, or maybe I'm reading it wrong. But nope, yep, that that's how they say it. 
On my list of fictional cops, I did see Krillin. So this is Krillin doing this, running a company <laughs> called Krillin's. <laughs> I'm so glad. My, 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 I was wondering if it made sense for like whoever is bringing the money that is being deposited in the vault to be someone else who is also planning to rob this place and make that complication be like something we find out as part of the recon that we have to deal with. Is that too much to throw on top of you? No, I like it. I mean, it is, but I like it. Well, also, it lets me satisfy another <sighs> request of Riley's. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Okay. Your little Ralph guy picks up some audio of Krillin, like, talking to himself, and he's like, bah, bah, bah. I've been running this job for so long, all for this Danny Ocean guy. I just feel like I'm just... Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm just, I'm just tired of I, I walk in here, I deposit the cash the same time every day, 4 a.m. And I, I like to sleep. I, I, I do. It's true. Ugh. And he, he pulls out a, a card key, deposits all the rings into the big vault. Ralph gets a shot of the Chaos Emerald that you're trying to get up at the top of the vault. And then he turns back around. Mm -hmm. He hands the card key over to Gaussian, as he does every time he does this shift. And then he leaves. Where, where is Ralph now? I just assumed Ralph would travel back to you. The cart's like in a hallway where Okay, started, that's, that's, yeah. that's fine. Pidge uh, looks at the bartender one more time, sees Greg just somewhere else in the casino having an unrelated conversation and says, Hey, uh, give me one or whatever that guy's been drinking lately. Just, ha just <laughs> hands you like a bottle that's half whiskey, half rum. <laughs> Yeah, we call this one the Greg special now. It sucks ass. <laughs> but it's hilarious every time he orders it. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> that sucks ass. Oh, God. Ralph, like, crawls up the inside of Pidge's pants leg as they, as they, they stumble out utterly racked. Can I can I roll a link with the bartender? What what is what is Cheers Sam man's Malone. name? Sam Mayday Malone. Sam Malone. Sam Good Place Malone. <laughs> Ted Danson. I, I'm gonna yeah, I, Ted, roll a link with Ted Danson. I think I think yeah. After after feeding me that last drink, I'm gonna try and roll a dark link with Ted Danson. <laughs> hey, you get it. Gotta stock up with links before the final job. You you gotta do it. Yes, you you've gotta have them all. But I think we, we like sort of fade into you working on this cube, the penny pincher cube with Q. Uh, you, you and Q are sort of like working on your sort of, it, it's, the, it's the ghost from Destiny, but you're both still trying to figure out how to utilize the drill robot that is in the data in here somewhere. You're trying to figure out if you can. I think I'll just have Q start it. Uh, be like, y you know, I, I, I was listening to... Uh, <laughs> I was eavesdropping on uh, Tails the other day, talking about how much pain he, he had gotten from helping other people. And, you know, in my last job, I felt so aimless, just alone in a room. That's why I made a bloody drill robot. But now I feel like I've made it for someone, for something. <laughs> it, 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 it's funny to hear you say that, you know, you, Raph's staying. I know that. If, you know, I, I don't know who goes where. For the most part, after this, I know I know Raph wants to stay at the mall once we get back from, I don't know, maybe we, we have a bunch of gold. The, maybe we don't get anything specifically. Could, I, I might argue we upgrade at some point, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we're back at the mall. I don't know if I want to be back at the mall because on one hand, my lion's there and I'd like to know she's there. But on the other hand, 
Uh, maybe she won't be there when I get back. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I don't you know. The, the aimlessness you're talking about, like help, helping others. The, the, the joy that comes from helping others is 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 nice. I, I could sit in my in my in the mall or in my room back on Earth or wherever and tinker with machines just for me. But I don't know. Instead, I, I tried to do it for for, you know, saving the Earth, whatever. And I guess right now the, the cause is just stealing stuff to steal stuff. But does that feel like a good enough cause to you, Q? Is that is that a cause you would want to keep doing? Because I, 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 I don't know where I land on that, to be honest. It's not that I regret all of my work with Bond. It's messy. Uh, bad people stopped. Geneva Convention's broken. But, you know, uh, lar- largely, this I would say this is the least uh, queasy I've felt using my skill set. Mm. I, I hear what Edgeworth describes from their time in that casino every night, and it's just, I don't feel bad. For, for taking from that place. It's funny because I should be sitting here agreeing with you. And, and I, I do agree with you. I should be sitting here being like, yeah, Den of Evil, you know, tear it all down. And yeah, there's that part of it. Like I look up at that place and I think, ah, geez, there's probably a lot of people suffering because of what this, you know, gaudy castle of bullshit represents. But do, 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 you, do, you, feel like, do you feel like it's helping you work through whatever you're trying to work through? Because I... Half the time, this is a distraction to me, if I'm being honest. The, the, the hands-on of it is what gives me something to focus on, and having something to focus on is what's been keeping me going through this. I, I like doing these jobs, li- like you do, but I, 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 I guess I lost sight of the, the good and evil of it. Hugh cracks a smile and puts a hand on your shoulder and says, It's been great for me for a long time, friend. There's a point at which you're allowed to care about yourself and do things for yourself. So what? So you, Raf, maybe me, probably not Char. I have no idea about Edgeworth. No, I, I don't know what what's going on in his head any day of the week. Whoever, whoever's whoever's there, maybe maybe Claire sticks around. Whoever wants to keep doing these jobs, does 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 doing more jobs like this is is that Q's Secret Service? Is that you? G- giving your own, you know, you know, living the life you want to live, or is it just building for whatever reason you're building, you know? You know, <laughs> I originally decided to come with you because you had told me about your large robot that uh, had seen... It's so- big robot! It's quite large. It's seen so many adventures off-world, and that's what got me here. But then I started working on this little guy, this penny pincher, after we'd, we, well, you all made him mm. in the lab. Um, and just reminded me of how every piece of tech is beautiful to me. It's not about the size, the scale, what they accomplished. Just the fact that it was made. Someone accomplished this. And in this case, you four accomplished this. And I don't know. That's, that, that is enough for me, I suppose. It's you, you, Q's Secret Service. Uh, very funny. I, I will admit, I give, I give you that. A great bit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's all day by day. I may never completely defeat the ghosts that follow me, but every day we work through what we have in our hands. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, think, I think Pidge sort of just like, I, I don't know if Penny's flying around or if, if one of us just has, has it in, in, our, in our hands tinkering with it, but I think Pidge just sort of gives it, gives it a look and smiles and goes, yeah. We did make something pretty good here, huh? 
with that, uh, it sort of like sparks up a little bit. I think there's like wires going into it as you're working on it. Jay, I'd like you to roll a 1d4 real quick. Sure. You got a 1. Perfect. That's a ideal situ- for this scene. Penny, the ghost, the, the destiny ghost that you've made, uh, sort of sparks a little bit as the two of you are working on it together. I think once again, it starts to sort of move around and change shape. The the Rubik's Cube being solved by the Flash, as I described it last time, is still the only thing I can think of to, to vision this sort of like rapid motion. <laughs> and I think you, uh, it, it sort of moves away from the table you're working on and uh, it, it reforms into the the robot that you built together, these sort of all these gold parts together, the day late and a dollar short, I think you called it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Uh, you, you rolled a one out of, out of four, as I asked you to roll a one D four. Mm-hmm. So the penny pincher, the day late and a dollar short in front of you is a meter tall that you have uh, <laughs> activated. There, it can sort of pull out the drill that it has and use it as a tool. Pigeon Q sort of like, are excited about this, go over and sort of admire uh, this robot they've made that's like, I, I, I was going to say half their height. I actually don't think Pidge is tall. <laughs> uh, no, Pidge is, Pidge is very They're probably small. taller than like three feet, three Q inches. Q looks like they're with is. a kindergarten class right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is the same robot. It still has the same personality that you have with Penny, but it is moving around as this little custom robo person you made. I, I I think I think Pidge I think Pidge just like hunches down a little bit and goes hi oh man can can, can, can hey hey Kiwi can't talk can it can it talk can we make uh, it talk I don't know if we have time to put in voice work I mean it would take me at least like an hour no no, no I, I I meant wasn't already there it's okay it's okay that's a later project assuming we get it out of this out of here I want it to talk I want it to say its name for now hi Penny or daylight dollar short or both it's Nice to see you. And I, I think Piz just like like gives it a pat on the shoulder, like not really knowing how to how to interact past that. Penny doesn't exactly like they don't say anything. They don't exactly have like facial expressions, but I think you feel the same sort of energy reflected back at you. The the sort of excitement and happiness to okay. to sort of interact with you. I think now that the robot has transformed, Pidge is just transfixed and 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 like taking a look at every little detail of it in person. I think what I want to picture then is like as you and Q uh, admire this robot you made. Maybe the camera follows Char, who is leaving and going to do their recon now. Blake, tell me, tell me what Char is finding. Tell me what Char is up to. Okay, so Char has like taken stock of everything and has decided. Okay, let's leave most of the internal work to the others. Uh, Edgeworth has Greg in the palm of his hand. That's fine. Pidge has the safe. Raph is getting info. That's all good. And so Char spends most of his time uh, in the couple of days that everyone's doing recon sort of casing the outside of the building, trying to figure out, all right, how should we get out when things are wrapping up? How should we get out in the event that, like, things go bad? In the back of his head, he's thinking, how do we get out of here in the event that midway through uh, we see Smith or X or, God forbid, Wick again? And I think the scene that the camera comes in on is... It's like 9 p.m. 
and Char is sitting at the entrance to like an alley leading into like the big courtyard that is presumably outside of the casino. He's just sort of watching, taking stock of things, and occasionally he'll pull out um, a little camera and like take a photo as nonchalantly as he can. And what he notices as he's been doing this, as the days are going on, there's more and more cops outside. And on the rare occasions when Char like pokes his head into the casino to sort of like take a peek at what's immediately inside, he notices um, that in addition to the cops, there are these very conspicuously armed bodyguards waltzing around. They're wearing very crisp black suits. They've got a few too many gold rings on their fingers. They're all wearing identical aviator shades. They've all got horseshoe mustaches and afros. They're walking around, casing the joint, talking to, like, security. And these are the Golden Rhinos uh, from Jet Set Radio. They're running personal security and coordinating with local police security for a man named Goji Rokaku, who is there visiting Casinopolis, but also is going to be at the High Rollers game that Edgeworth found out about. Cool. That's the big hurdle that we're going to have to deal with. Joe, you said to roll to see, like, roughly how difficult that's going to make things? I think it's probably a good idea to roll for sort of the level of security that this guy Goji is bringing with him. So I think what I want to have you do is roll a d6. Just one d6. Okay. All right, three. Okay, so I think in that case, then, there are three people with him always keeping an eye on him and sort of, like, scoping out everything around him. So whatever table he's at has sort of a heightened radius around it. Mm-hmm. Okay. As Char's getting that information uh, on this particular night, he takes a few more photos and starts walking into the alley and catches sight of a very colorful gang of street punks, I guess, is the best way to describe them, making their way in from what is clearly, like, the lower city. I think they're, like, wall grinding rather than taking the sewer route that you have. Yeah. This band of roller skating hooligans are the GGs, also from Jet Set Radio. (laughs) Sort of as Char is making his way out, he notices a lot of commotion behind him and he turns and he sees that um the ggs are doing a tagging run he can't quite make out what they're tagging because the courtyard is just sort of exploding into a lot of like police yelling someone has a boombox and it's like blasting music obnoxiously there's just a lot going on but he's watching and sort of taking stock of oh okay this seems to be linked but i think the main thing that char picks up from that is as one of the GGs, like, skates past him to get away, he catches a sight of the boombox and sees what station it's tuned into. Uh, it's not going to happen in this scene, but over the next, like, couple of days before the heist, uh, Char's gonna do a lot of listening to Jet Set Radio and sort of get stock of the idea that, like, okay, the GGs are there protesting Rokaku, who is presumably there to enjoy himself, but who might also be there for some sort of business deal as, like, the head of, like, a big fuck-off, like, tech conglomerate. Trying to do that to keep track of what the GGs are doing to hopefully coordinate things so that, if at all possible, everyone escaping can line up as close as possible to a bunch of hooligans trying to make their way in and around the casino to tag shit (laughs) and cause a ruckus. 
I like how that could tie into the fact that we have access to their radio systems, their walkie talkies. Ooh, I'm oh, that's yeah. good. Char gets in contact with this pirate radio, like, hey, you want to make a scene at the casino? I can get you onto their their walkies. Yeah, Char, do you want to make contact? Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Does Char want to reach out to a rebel group? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like two days after, like first catching wind of all of this. Char spends the morning listening in, um, and he catches wind that in one very particular part of the lower city, there's a auto repair garage that the GGs hang out at as nonchalantly as he possibly can, which in this case is not very, considering he is dressed in a suit, going to beat mm-hmm. a bunch of skate punks. Uh, Charger sort of walks up to the garage that he can hear, like, loud music coming out of, and he just sort of knocks on the door. And I, I think maybe you have, like, one of those, like, sort of, like, eye holes that slide open. Mm-hmm. You see Beat's goggles peering out at you and they say, Who are you, man? Ah, uh, hmm. My name is Isles. I Weird un- name. Thank you. I understand, <laughs> I understand that... Sorry. Sorry to burst in unannounced like this. I've been listening a lot to DJ Professor K, was it? And from oh, what you're I, a fan. I am. And from what I understand, your crew? Gang? I'm not quite sure what to call you all. Um, I understand that you're looking to protest... Uh, Rokaku's presence in the city. Is that correct? Yeah, they have some big game coming up, and we're gonna really show them what we think about it, which is not positive feelings <laughs> about it. Well, <laughs> I've never played this game. I'm so sorry. No, no, this is perfect. <laughs> I'm loving this personally. <laughs> I understand that this might seem strange, and I can't explain everything, but would you like some help with that? Of course. May I come in? Sure. And they open the door. <laughs> and yeah, you, you see that you see the whole spread of all these sort of skating people just hanging out. They're all listening to music. Riley, you suggested that the three what are these guys' names? The three robot like break uh, sweet calf and cakes. <laughs> uh the, the, the break dancers from yeah. Deltarune are here. I think that's a good idea. I think I think Beat from World Ends with You should also be here, frankly. Yeah, yeah, no, complicating I things further. Yeah, that that fits. Beat's like, I he's just doing, let him call me skulls, yo. He's he's doing the he's doing the the when I get mad I dance like this, bro. Yeah, no, Beat Beat is dancing with uh, the, the 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 three robots. Yeah. Every time anyone tries to talk to the Jet Set Radio character Beat, the World Ends with You character Beat is like, what? Why do people keep calling my name and not talking to me? <laughs> He's just doing the Charlie Brown dance. <laughs> just, I, I think, yeah, you sort of get on the same page to line up your plan's timing with their timing mm-hmm. of when they're going to stage their protest out in the plaza in front of Casinopolis. Mm-hmm. And Char makes the offer of, like, I think we can patch you in if you want to change up the atmosphere inside. Hell yeah, man! Quit past cool! <laughs> this this shit rule. This is great. I love Casinopolis. I never want to leave. Blake, you wanted to roll really quickly for roll uh, link with the GGs. Yeah, I'm just gonna do a mastery link. That's the only one I don't have at this point. Hey, out of nine. Fantastic. Uh, easy peasy. You get the link. Char, I think before you like you, you your eyes, I think trail away from beat for a second as 
he's just hyped up, ready to go. And you see that Claire is in here working on a motorcycle, and you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, she's like, oh, hey. Oh, hey. Yeah, I saw that there was a garage down here. I just, you know, I was looking for something to do to pass the time. I'm not doing a lot of recon like you, but I left my bike in Raccoon City, so I just, you know, idle hands. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, how's it coming along? Pretty good, yeah, you know. Everyone here seems to know what they're doing with uh, things on wheels. Whenever I have a question, I got people to turn to. That's good. That's good. Charge well, sort of... you don't have to... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Charge is sort of like awkwardly like nods, looks around a little more. <laughs> <laughs> After that sort of brief exchange, Char, you, you head back. You just want to like get a couple more pictures of this Goji guy mm-hmm. um, before you head uh, back to the sewer for tonight. And you get your sort of quick like a new type flash that something's about like someone's near you mm-hmm. and you feel a hand on your shoulder and a voice that says, can I get you a coffee? And you turn around to see John wick. Oh, it's happening. Oh. <laughs> ah, huh? Okay. I had a feeling I'd see you again. And Char sort of puts the camera back in his pocket and says, you know what? Yeah. Let's go get a drink. I want to cut to the two of you at a table. I think Wick is drinking coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, What is your drink of choice, Char? Uh, Also coffee. Cream, two sugars, you know. After a little bit of silence and drinking a little bit of the coffee, he says, You know, I looked you up once I got back to my place. Char, Casval, you got a lot of names there, don't you? That I do. Normally, if I had saw you anywhere else, you wouldn't have seen me. Currently, the people that I'm working for operate business out of the casino, which means it's against the rules to do anything in here. You know, I I got over it. Just papers. I got them back. Wasn't that big a deal. It, it, you really just caught me at a terrible time. I had been curious whether or not this was something you were doing of your own volition or if it was related to work, business, but I'm glad to know that at least that matter is settled. Column A, column B. Once I tried to get out of this game and... Well, I'm back in it now. I know how that is. I don't know how to do anything else now. Mm -hmm. Char sort of sighs and, like, looks out of the window. Um, I I just imagine that, like, it's starting to rain. (laughs) And he says, believe me when I say that I very much understand. All of this, crossing your path, crossing... The business in Raccoon City, all of that. Ultimately, this has just been me trying to run away from... Trying to get out of the game myself, as it were. I don't think that's going to happen for me. I don't regret it. I got a nice long break. Eventually it all draws you back in. That it does. (sighs) It's funny that I ended up at RPD. I didn't even realize Umbrella had a base there. I'd worked for them before. I've worked for all these guys at least once. You work for these guys for so long, you're, you're agents of all of this work for, for so long, and you're told that you're the gears that keep the system moving, but we just fit ourselves in between the spots of the gears and try not to get crushed. Dynasties like Valia, the Harkonnen, the Zabi, companies like Umbrella, Stark, Wayland, Yutani, those are the gears. We're in between them, we do what we can, we do what we're told not to get crushed by them. We try to take one of them out, another one slots right in. Doesn't that frustrate you, though? That idea that we're just stuck? 
bouncing from gear to replace gear? It used to. You can only get frustrated so many times. I suppose that's true. It's funny talking to you like this. Agent to agent, I suppose. Killer to killer. Getting rid of the zombies. That was one part revenge, one part looking for some better way. Some, I don't know, some third or fourth option for the colonies, but... Did you put something better in its place? Did it change things? How much do you have to wipe out? This is just how people end up. I'm not sure if I believe that. And maybe that's just guilt talking. Maybe that's just regret that I never stepped up to say, Hey, the old system was wrong. Let me be the one to help fix it. I always hoped, I guess, that someone else, someone more qualified, would fill in the role, but that never happened. And I've been thinking lately that at this point, uh, after so many gears have been replaced by identical gears, that the only way forward might just be to break the whole machine, for better or worse. I know I've thought that before, too. Here's the thing, Char. I can't touch you inside of this building. But if you do try and rob us, I have to chase you the moment you step out. Would it be strange to say that I'm almost looking forward to it? (laughs) Not as strange as you think. And I think he starts to stand up. I think he slides a golden coin across to you for you to keep. Mm -hmm. Before he leaves, he says, If you change your mind, consider getting a dog. And he leaves. Charger sort of looks at the coin briefly, watches Wick go away, and laughs and says, A dog. That's not a bad idea. Do you have a link with uh, John Wick currently? Not presently. Can I roll a mastery link? Please do. Oh, Blake, you rolled a four. I rolled a four. It's gotta be a heart link, right? Like, you definitely see yourself in him. (sighs) Yeah, I think... Maybe I'm projecting. I guess describe, do do you see yourself learning from his fatalism yeah a little bit trying to think through that fatalism and think no no there there might still be a way you failed your mastery role i want to give you a heart link with that in mind okay like i think you are surprised that you hear him and you don't agree and i think you've learned something about yourself from it i like that do you tell anyone that this happened i don't think so okay i think i figured (laughs) i wanted to ask i think char just sort of slips the gold coin uh into a pocket and just sort of, like, sits on that quietly. But I think with that, I think we see all seven of you, nine counting Cupel and uh, Penny Pincher, but uh, the seven of you around a table, sort of looking at all the information you've gathered across this whole episode and lining up your plan, I think Tail says, okay, so Krillin comes in to deliver the cash at 4 a.m., and there's a 5 a.m. train that runs to the port we're trying to escape at. Do we think that's enough time? I, I haven't gotten to test the drill on this thing fully yet, but I it, it, how, how hard can it be? How thick can that metal be? Right? Uh, Worf is checked on at like uh, top near the top of the hour. So as soon as Greg gets in, that'll be right at three, right? So I'll be able to take out Worf then, move in there, have Kevin control the cameras so we can get into the vault room without anyone yelling at us. Works for me. Okay, good. That's, that's yeah, that's the main gap I have is Unfortunately, I do have a visible form, so if someone can make sure I am not perceived, 
getting in. That's no that's what I. So you're suggesting taking out Worf, getting control of cameras at three or right after three. Three oh five. Okay. Cash gets deposited at four, and then catching the train at five. Is that too much time? Or is that exactly how much time we need? An hour sounds right to me to break into a safe. Uh, I think we have a good in. Uh, Char, you were talking with the those those hoodlums. The Gigi's, yes. They can can they get out that late? Are their parents gonna let them out past the bedtime? I don't think that'll be a concern. <laughs> I think once we give them the signal, they should be able to be there and cause enough of a ruckus for us to get out without attracting too much unwanted attention. I'll be at the game anyway. I can ensure there's enough of a ruckus, and I suppose after that I can just leave out the front door. Be careful around um, Rokaku and his rhinos. I hear they can be a little trigger happy. I'll keep my wits about me, thank you. Terrible taste in music, too. That's so I'm told. (laughs) (laughs) There's one other thing to, to keep in mind here. We are not the only ones who have our eyes on this thing. I don't know when this Danny Ocean guy is moving, but we have to move before whatever he and the little bald man who moves the cash <laughs> are planning. That's that's all I know. Teal sort of just kind of like claps their hand and says, okay then, it's a plan. I guess we should get to sleep early then. We got an alarm at 2 a.m. <laughs> Edgeworth puts on a little, what do you call those? A little sleeping cap. Night a little cap. nightcap? Yeah. <laughs> Tails flies up to the lamp above the table that was providing the Charoscuro lighting and turns it off. And I think that's our cut to black for the episode. <laughs> hey, Penny, set an alarm for 2 a.m. Todd didn't hear me. Hey, Penny, set an alarm for 2 a.m. Adding 12 hour energy to your shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hear a bedtime story? No. Interstitial is hosted by the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Find other shows on the network or hear cut and bonus audio by supporting the network at theorangegroves.com. This podcast is also supported by the Got It Memorized Patreon, and you can hear the rest of the full season ahead of the public feed at the $1 tier at patreon.com slash memorizedcast. You can buy the game we're playing, Interstitial, at linksmithgames.com. You can tweet about the show with hashtag interstitialAP. Edgeworth is played by Wheels, who's on Twitter at SingularWheels. Raphael is played by Riley, the designer of the game, on Twitter at RevRyeBread. Pidge is played by Jay on Twitter at Extreme Salsaing. Char is played by Blake on Twitter at BlakeLocked. This season is GM'd, edited, and the music is by me, Joe. On Twitter, it goes to Joe. See you next time.